Hi, I'm Jess Kruger, a partner at King and Wood Mallisons. Hi there, I'm Daryl Cox, I'm special counsel in the tech law team at Kingwood Mellisons. And we are just back from the uh, Tower Exchange conference in Singapore. So really interesting conference to go to. You know, it was it was a, a good one to get to in person, wasn't it, Jess? It was a real mm. change from from the, you know, the the Zoom meetings we've had in the in the last you know few years, isn't it? Yeah, totally agree. It was amazing just to feel the energy in the room. There were so many so many representatives from different parts of the towers sector. So it was, yeah, it was really great to be part of. Yeah, certainly was. And, and I think um, what we were keen to do was to think about, you know, some of the themes that came out of that conference. I think there was a lot of interest for those who couldn't make it along or, or you know, had other things to go to, you know, what were the big themes and the big thing, the big topics that came out of the conference. And we thought maybe it's good for us to, Come together and give you an overview. So, um, you know, I think I think just you had a really interesting sort of think about this, didn't you? About some of the big, broad issues that were sort of you know the market was facing, you know, the telco market in particular. Yeah, and I think the first one probably won't surprise anyone on this call, uh, which is the increased data consumption. So we're seeing so many more people using devices the metaverse being explored, a lot of people utilising gaming technology, and that all requires a huge amount of data. And as, as we know, Daz, what underpins all of, all of the data is the digital infrastructure. It's the fibre, it's the towers, it's the equipment and the data centres. So we need, there was a lot of conversation around, you know, how, what role do the tower codes play in, in assisting with providing infrastructure to enable such an explosion of data usage. Oh, it's, it's right. It's absolutely right. And, and particularly now with 5G, right, Jess, isn't it? It, it was mm. a really, um, really critical time for the telco market, you know, with you know, this, this technology that needs much denser networks, you know, more infrastructure, more towers, um, higher cost. You know more energy. Um, you know it, it's it's a really difficult market to play in because the cost is just so high for these mm-hmm. these players. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and 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 I think it's probably probably an interesting moment to talk about you know some of the sustainability issues, isn't it? You know, some there's a real a real drive around power, wasn't there? Yeah, and I think uh, that's right, Daryl. There was a a huge amount of focus, as you say. Power is power's a big issue at the moment. Power costs are, are, are high and they're getting higher. There's a huge focus on sustainability mm. in the, the telco sector and the digital infrastructure sector and just more, more broadly. So we saw some pretty cool ideas coming out of the conference around having towers or what they call green towers. So a tower that will have a solar panel on the tower I mean how great would that be Daryl wow. tower itself is generating the power that it needs to operate the equipment sounds like a, a good use of space to me actually mm. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see see what what happens with those prototypes I know another um, interesting interesting theme I was hearing a lot about and I I know you were too is around network sharing and you know we've seen a lot 
recently on network sharing here in Australia, there are a couple of, of inquiries on foot at the moment, the regional mobile mm. infrastructure inquiry, the inquiry into co-investment. So it's a hot topic. What were your Indeed. thoughts? Well, I mean, it, it, was, it was interesting. You know, it, it was a, a very divisive topic in, mm-hmm. in some of the, the sessions that we went to, including a, a closed door session with, um, you know, with both operators, you know, the, the telcos and the tower codes in the room. And funnily enough, you know, the, the equipment providers were playing the, the intermediary role, you know, they were sort of playing mediator between them. Um, and I think one of the interesting dynamics that is, is, is sort of coming up now is that you have operators who want to reduce their cost, mm. have an enormous cost base, you know, mm. power being one of those costs, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, you know, um, and they want to look for efficiencies where they can. And network sharing has been there for a while, but what we're seeing is a movement now into the active layer. So not just sort of passive stuff, but you know, sharing active equipment and even spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen some big examples across the region, you know, with you know Telstra and TPG in Australia. We're seeing you know the DMB in 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 Malaysia with you know an entire wholesale 5G network. Yeah, I mean, stuff. hearing about that was you know, incredible thinking about Australia, which has yeah. a wholesale broadband network with NBN Co, but, but hearing about this 5G, 5G wholesale networks. Yeah. Oh, completely. And so many parallels, actually. Mm. And, and interesting to see you have the believers and you have those who are slightly yeah. sceptical of the model. Um, and, and they were both in the room. Um, mm. So really interesting to see how that bifurcation will work. You know, th- there was a feeling that the MNOs wanted the telcos to come to them with solutions for active mm-hmm. sharing, but the telcos don't really have that in their interest in some ways because they they could lose customers on te- on sites mm-hmm. because if you share, you know, if operators share, you know, you have two customers going to one, mm-hmm. so that could mean less revenue. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see how the telcos react to that and whether they actually want to come to the table with any solutions, you know, it's, it was mm-hmm. very, very interesting. But I don't know, I, I thought there, you know, it wasn't a dead zone for um, innovation. You know, I thought there was some innovation on the table and, you know, the, I, th- I thought the telcos were bringing some pretty interesting technologies, particularly in the operational space, wasn't when they just? Yeah, they, they definitely were. And I, I think, as we talked about earlier, power is a huge cost, so we're looking at sort of innovation and sustainability. Another area of innovation, which, you know, theoretically will also lead to cost reduction is around uh, digital twins. So creating digital twins of the tower network and the metaverse, which all sounds like, mm. you know, very futuristic talk, but it is a pretty exciting innovation where there will be digital twins of the tower network. The tower network will be in the metaverse and customers of the tower co can have a look at the towers and figure out whether or not they can co-locate on that tower, whether the tower needs to be upgraded to, uh, to hold their equipment that they need. It'll also bring operational efficiencies because the tower co will have a better idea of which towers need to be need to be maintained. So it's a bit of a watch the space, but I think it's a great example of, you know, tower co's having a look at what they can do differently. We talked it's about platform plays and, you know, digital yeah. twins is another example. Well, that's that's really fascinating, isn't it? And I really feel this this effort to just climb the value chain, yeah, that, Tower codes don't want to be seen as, as 
you know, pure steel mm. and concrete. They want to be, mm. you know, finding ways to, to move up the value chain and provide more value, um, as long as it's not sharing. You know, there's, yeah. they're looking at all, all these different ways. And, and you know, I, I think like in other areas of digital infrastructure, we're seeing telcos going, okay, well, what other assets can we bring into mm. our wheelhouse to, to build these interesting solutions for our clients and build smart city solutions, build sort of the, these these connectivity solutions, They're becoming connectivity players rather than just telcos, aren't they? Yeah, and it's really interesting, Daryl, because I think the environment in which the telco operates is so relevant here to mm. what areas they can expand into. You know, all these jurisdictions have different regulatory regimes. They might have um, different, you know, geographies. Yes, that yes. Change the way that they the decisions that they make. So having a look at you know, take network sharing as an example, looking at what will play out in that space across all the different countries is going to be really interesting. There's no one size fits all approach, I don't think. And what might work in Australia is not necessarily what will work elsewhere or vice versa. Oh, agree. But, but so, so many common themes mm. we, we saw and common challenges and opportunities that, that are arising. But you're exactly right, Jess, you know, that, that it's going to be different in each each jurisdiction with each different market structure as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess on that, yeah, th- there was a discussion about what what next, you know, where, where mm-hmm. are we going to see mm-hmm. the market move and and particularly around transactions because yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of those in the room were, were very keen around, tra- you know, what are we going to see? And I think, you know, I, I certainly felt that there was a move towards, you know, consolidation. There was a really, really a, a feeling that, that we have, fragmented markets out there across APAC, um, you know, where we have too many telcos or too many players or some players with too few assets. And perhaps there might be some consolidation. Mm. You know, and, and I mean, do you, do you see any sort of particular jurisdictions that were interesting around, around consolidation? Yeah, I think the Philippines were mentioned in one of the breakout mm. sessions I attended. Um, as you say, Daz, there was just such a big chunking up of the different tower portfolios yes. in the Philippines that it that it might make sense to to consolidate. I mean, again, it's an example of where the the different jurisdiction has unique issues. We, we probably wouldn't see consolidation here in Australia um, in terms of what well, large consolidation. So I think yeah, it's a great it's a great insight. And like you, there were a lot of people who were very interested in in what was mm-hmm. next from a transactional perspective. Indeed, and I think I think just looking more broadly at the event, I, I was just struck by how collaborative people were. Mm. You know, I, I I thought for an event like this that there might be some sharp elbows, some mm. you know avoidance, and and all the rest of it, but it was actually quite a collaborative event. You know, people coming together to talk about some of these issues and these challenges mm. and opportunities as well. But what did you see, Jess, in 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 your in your time there? Because I know you were. You were pretty much at every every session, weren't you? Yeah, and one thing that really struck me is how new all of these tower codes are. Mm. So most of the towers all changed hands over the last sort of two to three years. They were owned by the MNO, so the telcos in the relevant countries, and now they're they're their separate tower codes. So all these businesses while they are have their own unique challenges, they also have a whole heap of common challenges because they're all established new. They're all these new businesses trying to make their way. Uh, and I think, you know, platform plays, energy, 
innovation to reduce costs, what's mm. next from a transactional perspective, all those were front of mind for all the tower codes, uh, which was interesting given how diverse the attendees were. I completely agree. Well, I think I think that's that's probably enough from us. I mean, did you want to um, give some closing remarks just before we sign off? No, I think thank you everyone for listening or watching us. It was great to share these insights with you. Uh, Daryl and I can talk about this for hours. So if you want to be part of um, any further conversation, please please get in touch. Thanks for listening. In. <laughs>